Take charge of your money with myself, Brendan Dale. Discussions and interviews on all things personal finance, from budgeting, saving, investing, insurance, financial planning, life goals, and more. Visit takechargeofyourmoney.blog for more content. This episode, and in fact, the whole season is sponsored by Naked. Not a fan of phone calls? With Naked, you can switch car insurance in under 90 seconds without having to talk to anyone. Get a final quote online, and if you like the price, which you probably will, you can sign up instantly. Visit naked.insure to find out how Naked is making insurance quicker and easier than ever before. Naked, the new way to cover your stuff. Naked Financial Technology is an authorized FSP. And as a side note, I know we all hate ads, but I use Naked myself for two cars and my household insurance. I love them. I'm very happy to recommend them. And I'm very pleased that they are willing to sponsor this podcast, especially as it's a brand new podcast and we're only on season one. So please go ahead and support them. I'll put the link in the description below. So that's actually how I got um, into debt. I think collectively, when I started my debt-free journey, I think I had about 80,000 rands worth of debt to together. Welcome to the next episode of the podcast and I'm really pleased to have an amazing guest with me, Stephanie Martinez-Hunts. And Stephanie is a travel blogger, a travel writer. I'm going to give you a, an opportunity to introduce yourself, Stephanie, but just your, I've been looking at your blog. It's really cool. It's just about your travels and <laughs> focusing on small towns and it looks yes. like you have a ball of a time. It actually looks, I'm a little bit jealous. I wish I could do this job. <laughs> so, <laughs> But um, yeah, and I, I think, Stephanie, what, what really struck me is last year, at some point, you you put a tweet out and you said you'd paid off all your debt. And I was like, wow, I need to chat <laughs> to this person because cause it's something, you know, I think it's something very relatable. Everyone everyone has debt. And especially yeah. like South Africans, we are struggling. Everyone everyone knows this burden. And yeah, when I saw that, I just thought, wow, let's, let's find out more about you. So... <laughs> Before we delve into it, maybe you can just introduce yourself and feel free to give your social media handles and stuff. You can you can punch yourself. That's all right. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much, Brandon. So I, my, as you mentioned, my name is Stephanie Martinez-Hans and I'm going to be 30 this year, so the big 3-0. Um, my, funny enough, people always think that I do small town traveling for a living. I actually don't. Oh. I work in marketing and communications for the IT law firm. Um, and I do that full time. And then I actually have a part time job where I do social media and photography for a textile store. Um, and then this little small town travels that, you know, you've discovered me on is something that my husband and I do as a hobby. So uh, whenever we do have free time, because we actually live past each other. And so whenever we find the free time, we do these small town travels. And our goal is to actually explore all the small towns in the Western Cape, um, you know, at some point in our lives. But we also try and do the other claim dorpies in South Africa when we do have a chance. Mm. And then we obviously blog about it. Um, I also love reading um, and I love spending time with my friends and family when I do get a chance. And yeah, I'm quite happy and content with where my life is at the moment. Cool. That sounds awesome. So, 
So yes, so I had a dog, so it's not quite as glamorous. You aren't just no. traveling all day, every day. It sounds like you're super busy. Unfortunately not. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's, I mean, that's also very relatable. Most people, most people know that feeling of having a full-time job at a side hustle and, and doing other exactly. things. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But do you mind telling us how you, how you got into debt in the beginning? Like what, what was it that made you get into debt? And, you know, was it a stressful, did it become stressful or was it always manageable? You know, what, what was your debt story? No problem. So I, like most people, I started off with two student loans. Um, and then probably by the age of 22, I was doing my degree part-time and they broke into my family home, stole my laptop. And my parents said, we cannot replace this. But fortunately, I was working um, full-time. And I walked into a game store. I said, I need to apply for the card. I had to purchase a new laptop. And I can't even recall what had happened. But instead of like paying that you know, card off, I maxed out that card. <laughs> um, and then my next debt was probably when I was about 23, 24 years old. I you know, got a better job. And the bank offered me a lovely credit card. Mm. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you're free money. And I was like, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, you're free money. Didn't even think what this credit card was for, what the responsibilities are of having a credit mm. card. And I maxed that card out as well. And I think at some point I also increased it and maxed that increase out as well. Um, and then my last debt was actually quite a shocker because I it will t show you how, um, you know, kind of how uneducated I was and um, had the lack of knowledge of SARS, Texas. Mm. Um, at the end of like December of 2018, SARS came knocking and said, hey, you owe us money. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, this is SARS, you know, how do I owe you money? And they were like, no, and I went in and um, to give you a little bit of context about this situation, I have a full-time job and the only thing that gets taken off is, you know, pays you earn and you are mm. if, so I don't have benefits. And my second job, um, I earn below the tax bracket, so I don't get taxed, but I do get taken off UIF. And in my mind, I was like, well, I don't have to do e-filing, you know, uh, there's nothing that I have to claim for. Mm. You know, I didn't have medical aid. I didn't have any of these cool benefits. Um, and so for four years, I didn't do e-filing. Um, but what it did was um, my full-time job and my part-time job, uh, uh, to, together those amounts pushed me into, into the next tax bracket. Mm -hmm. And I had a shortfall. And so for four years, I accumulated and they were like, well, you owe us 37,000 in Texas. <laughs> and I was like, what are you, like, I was shocked. I literally, I remember sitting in SARS and I was crying. I was like, how am I going to pay back this money? Like, I have no idea. Um, so that's actually how I got um, into debt. I think collectively, when I started my debt-free journey, I think I had about 80,000 rands worth sure. of debt to okay. together. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. But you, you've touched on something just about how easy it is actually to get debt. I mean, don't you find it ridiculous how, how banks just they keep offering you more? And as you say, if you, I guess you really understand it, 
It does feel a bit like free money. I mean, I've fallen into that trap too. You know, I, I paid off my credit card and every time I go into my banking app, it pops up, oh, you um, qualify for uh, <laughs> a limit, uh, like an increase in a limit. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's quite easy to, you know, to fall into this temptation of, okay, you know, I'm actually not out of debt, but uh, I can do, you know, maybe I need a little bit more, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what was the turning point? Like, what were you thinking when you when you suddenly decided, actually, now I need to I need to pay off this debt. I need to start this journey now. Yeah, you know, I I would have thought the SARS situation would have been like the cherry on top, but it mm. actually wasn't. No. Um, just to give a little background story. <laughs> to give a little background, you know, I come from a middle income household. And my husband, he comes from a low-income household. So our relationship with money is so vastly different. Um, and so we decided to be adults. We wanted to get married. And a lot of people always say you need to speak about finances before you get into a marriage. But we knew of each other's debts. My husband's actually busy with his debt-free journey at the moment. Um, and so when we spoke about finances, this is literally what we spoke about. All we said was, okay, we're going to collectively put our money together and we're just going to divvy up the money for whatever we needed for. That was it. We mm. never spoke at all about finances. Mm. And then we decided to play housey-housey. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, now we had to pay for rent and water and electricity. But what happened was is that we did not amend our lifestyle when we started, when we decided to get married. And we spent our money as if we were still living under our parents' roof, um, you know, still eating out as often, still buying whatever we wanted to. And what happened was every single month we were short. We were short of money. And it got to the point where we were actually borrowing money from our parents every single month to um, deal with the shortfall. And it wasn't as if we, you know, didn't have money. We had three incomes coming into the household. and. Um, I don't, you know, it started giving me a lot of anxiety. It was like choking me. I started getting ill. I was waking up in the middle of the night trying to figure out, but where did my money go? I, I don't understand. And in October of 2019, I just woke up and I said, I'm done. I cannot live this life. Something is wrong. Like I need help. And one afternoon um, we were in the office when we were still in the office at the time. Um, there was a group of us, a few of my colleagues were still there, and I just openly spoke to them. I said, this is my situation. I didn't, go, I didn't give the full extent of my situation because I myself didn't know how, how much debt I was in. And, um, yeah, a few of the, my colleagues that were there, you know, they were talking about they don't even have savings. One person was saying it didn't matter how many times they crunched the numbers, they couldn't have a, a child, they couldn't afford a child. Some were saying, you know, that they have debt themselves. And so it was such a nice conversation to have with this group of people who I call my colleagues. And there was one of them who we didn't know. She loves finances and she loves learning about investing and, you know, all things money. And she's just told me, Stephanie, you need to make a priority to get out of debt. Like you cannot live this life. And she said, 
this is what you're going to do. You're going to buy this book called Manage Your Money Like a Effing Grown-Up. <laughs> oh, um, that's a good book. Go buy that book. <laughs> it's a good book. Because, um, I mean, it's, it's literally finance for dummies like mm. me. Um, so, and she said, you have to download this podcast, which I think you've heard of the Fat Wallet Show. Yes, definitely. And um, she said, these are the five episodes you start with. And I'm going to send you my Excel, um, Excel spreadsheet budget template. And that's it. That's literally what she told me. I was like, okay, I, I guess I'm going to have to do this now. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> sure. But that's, I mean, that's such an awesome story though, because it's, it also brings to the fore that lots of people, so many people are dealing with the same kind of problems, but if we don't talk yes. about it, you, you don't really know. I mean, people don't really yes. talk about their money. So yeah. You don't, especially your colleagues i mean that's that was very brave opened up to them. <laughs> yeah i mean i was like oh my gosh they're gonna judge me but um <laughs> it looked like there was you know other people that were saying that like they were also opened up and was transparent about you know i'm don't have savings and i can't do this and i can't do that and it was quite nice to have that conversation with mm. them Mm, no, that's awesome. And that the book you mentioned, that's uh, Sam Beck Bessinger. So I'll put the link in the, yes. in the podcast details below. But so you, you did that, you listened to the fat wallets, and then I guess you started your own sort of learning journey or you, you know, what, what else did you do then? Or how did that journey take you? So I purchased the book. Um, I did from front to back, and man, it was uh, information overload. <laughs> um, I listened to the five episodes that you mentioned, mm. and then the next thing I did was I went to go and pull out a three-month bank statement. And the bank statement scared me because every time I would get a statement, I always used to shove it in a folder. I never looked at my bank <laughs> statement. And so I sat with a highlighter, highlighting all my frivolous spending. And I actually tallied it up. There was one month where I spent 3,000 rand on, I don't even know what. Um, and <laughs> it was hectic. And then my husband and I, we sat with, um, we laid out all our debt. Um, and we looked at the full extent of it because there were things that we didn't even know well, you know, like these things like interest, we didn't know it was being taken off. And, um, you know, what is interest and why is our debt so large? And, you know, there's things like insurance and service fees. And we were like, wow, this is a larger thing than we thought of. And um, I didn't have personal loans, but my husband had three personal loans. And whew, those personal loans are something else. Very expensive. Um, That's the highest interest. They, <laughs> That, I mean, my um, my husband, because he's busy through his, and one of his loans has an interest of 27%. And we're like, what is what is happening? What is this? Um, and you, <laughs> you know, we're still crying. Um, and, uh, and so that's what we did. We laid it out. And then we decided that because my uh, loans or my debt was the smallest between the two of ours, that we would work just on mine until I was done. So now we're working on his. And then we sat with a budget and, you know, we never dealt with a budget before. <laughs> so we really had to distinguish what was a need and what was a want. Because when you start with a budget, it's like you want to put all these things like, you know, entertainment and clothes and, mm. and you actually have to sit down and be like, mm, you know, no, you know, the, you can have some sort of entertainment because uh, you still have to love life, but you have to be like, 
you have to put a you have to draw a, a line in the sand you know where it's yeah. like okay you can only spend you know 300 rand towards entertainment and that's it <laughs> yeah so you know th- that's what we did and i said okay i told my husband this is what is the issue this is how our budget is structured and just make peace with the fact that we are never going to see our, our salary increases and we are never going to see our certain checks for the next few <laughs> years. Like, we're going to have to make peace with it because uh, luckily my husband and I work still for companies where we still get, you know, these mm. increases and certain checks. And I don't think I've seen it for the last three years. <laughs> I don't know what it's like, you know. It, just, <laughs> it kisses my account and then it leaves, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that's literally what I did. Cool, but it, it's also it's very cool that you and your husband are working together. As you say, you've paid off yours now, and now the both of you together are paying off his debts. That I mean, that's very commendable because because money in a relationship can also be oh another whole story, another tricky Ooh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite difficult, yeah, especially when uh, sometimes you you know throughout the journey we were going back to our. There were moments where you would go back to your habits and you have to like be like, oh, you can't go back. You need to just, <laughs> you know, continue with the journey. So mm. yeah, that's cool. And it's it, by the sounds of it, it's taken you, it took you maybe two years or two and a half years to pay off your debt. Is that it took me about yeah, it took about two and a half years okay. for my debt. I would have still been paying off my debt um if I didn't have, have you know, these chunks of money that like a certain streak mm. and both my husband and I getting a certain streak. Um, but yeah, we, 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 we paid it off. Well, I paid mine off. Oh, You're still wow. going through it. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's a <laughs> Thank you so much. But, but uh, how, how does it make you feel? Because obviously giving up your 30s check and stuff, I mean, that's a, that's a bit of a, what's well, like a bit I of a know. step. <laughs> you know, you lose it out here. But how do you feel now? I know. I don't know how to feel and I tell you why because because my husband is still in his and so mm. the extra money that you know is now available you know is now going to be towards his debt mm. but it feels it feels great to know that I have my full salary <laughs> for myself I don't have to give like two-thirds of it away um but it feels amazing I am extremely grateful for where I am you know mm. um and I'll, I'll let you know in the next two years how it feels like holistically as a household, you know, um, how it feels to be completely debt-free as, as a married couple. So oh, I mean, that will be amazing. Yeah. Just think you'll have both your salaries completely <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you all to do with as you want. I mean, that will make a huge difference. Exactly. Sure. Oh, I can't I wait for that day. I you're going to celebrate that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. So just nearing the end, um, is it possible for regular South Africans, do you think, to pay off their debt? Sure, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I guess it's, it's, maybe it's a, <laughs> if you are a South African, you've got a job, you're actually earning an income, but you've got debt. You know, in that case, do we need the debt and can we pay it off? You know, it's so, I, I there is. People can definitely pay off the debt. Like by, no, by by all means, they definitely can. You know, if they have the right mindset and they have a goal to work towards. I'm also mindful of the fact that there are people that genuinely can't. You know, if I look mm. at my parents, um, they had two kids and they had quite a bit of debt. 
they didn't default on the debt, but they just did not have wiggle room, mm. you know. Um, they, you know, there was no savings or anything like that. And now I've got friends who haven't got an increase in the last five years. Mm. And so your your living inflation is going up, but your salary is still staying the same. And so I, I definitely, there's a one side where I'm like, yes, people can. I've heard amazing stories. I follow people who've been through this journey and who are debt-free and who are actually on their debt-free journey. And then I'm also mindful, like, oh my word, mm. there is another side to it. And I'm sure you can have a whole conversation yeah. about these different layers about it. But for the most part, yes, I think people can do it. They definitely can. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate that answer. I mean, that's a very... It's a very honest and, and thought through answer because, I mean, I, I do agree with you. Some people actually literally don't have the wiggle room. And it's. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I'm in a much more fortunate position where I do have a second salary. So that really helped mm. me. And um, my husband and I don't have kids. So we don't have an extra mouth to mm. feed. It's just the two of us. Um, but there's people, you know, who have different circumstances. And um, like I said, I, my husband comes from a low-income household. So mm. I've seen that side of things as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's true. I mean, the, the thing with a budget, it's always cutting down expenses is only one yep. side. And then yep. there's a limit yeah. at which you actually physically can't cut down more. And then the Definitely. other side is, is trying to to grow your income, which is – it's better for the long term, but it's it's the harder, it's definitely yeah. the hardest side to to tackle. <laughs> but just a, a final question. If someone has been listening and they're thinking, wow, actually, I want to tackle my own debt, I want to start this journey, what advice would you give them? Sure. A lot of people ask me, like, how do I get out of debt? Because I've been openly speaking about it um, on my little YouTube channel that I have. And people always think it's like the same way as if you want to lose 10Ks, you know, there's a magical pull to do it, <laughs> but it's a lot of hard work. And um, you have to be extremely disciplined um, in doing so. But the first thing I would say is, you know, you have to admit that you're in debt. You have to admit that you are, that you have an issue. Because if you're not going to admit it, then you're not going to be able to solve the problem. And so I always tell people, you have to say, hey, I, I'm in this debt and I want to get out. The second thing I would say is to speak to someone because this journey is often long depending on how much debt you have and how much you're willing to like repay towards it. Um, and you need the support. You need, you need someone to speak to. And in my case, I spoke to my colleagues, but I also have a really good friend where we openly speak about finances and um, we have a great relationship with that. Um, I would say the third thing is to really educate yourself. Um, you know, there are tons of books, there are podcasts like this podcast, and, um, you know, people should subscribe to newsletters. I think I've been subscribed to your newsletter for the last three years. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and you know, just educate yourself. I know that it is information overload and there's like new terminology that you just don't understand, like I still don't understand investing, um, but I'll get at that point. Um, but really, you have to just uh, be kind of financial, financially literate at some point. And then I would say, draw that bank statement. 
that bank statement will humble you very fast. <laughs> um, when you sit with that highlight, then you highlight how many times you've eaten out and gone for coffees and <laughs> um, spent money on, gosh, I don't know what, you know, people spend their money on. You're going to be like, oh, but I actually waste a lot of my money and that money could have been um, paid towards my debt. And then I would say, you know, really sit down and look at your debt. Because often you think, oh, it's just a little bit. But when you look at look at the statements and delve into it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is a much bigger thing than I thought it is. Then the last thing I would say is make a budget. Because I, I didn't even know how to make a budget. And when I sat down with an Excel spreadsheet and I, you know, calculated everything, I could see exactly where my money was going. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, they don't, if they don't see it in front of them, they're never going to know where their money's going. Um, so, yeah, those are my few tips that I would give someone who wants to start tackling their own debts. Wow. Thank you very much. That was a lot of tips. <laughs> very, very <laughs> useful stuff. Yeah, I'm just thinking of myself, you know, when I started, I was like, okay, these are the things that, um, you know, I did. And yeah. so I'm hoping it will help someone else as well. I'm sure it will. But wow, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story and for sharing like so much personal stuff. I, I really appreciate it because I think it's, it's so valuable for people to hear to hear others who've who've been on a similar journey and who've been in a similar sort of situation and and to hear that you've now completely debt free and now you you and your husband are working on his debt it's just it's very encouraging very motivating that that it can be done so thank you thank you so much for sharing and thank you so much Ben for having me so just as a reminder this episode and in fact the whole season is sponsored by Naked that's naked.insure and I'm going to put the link down in the description below so please check them out.